people a chance to get registered for, um, you're so kind, Archie's a representative for Olakai, who's paid his dues for how many years? 30 years you were doing life-saving here, Coast Guard work? and Yeah, not Coast Guard, Ocean Safety. Ocean Safety. Lifeguarding, yeah. Lifeguarding and, and saved many people's lives over the mm-hmm. course of the years. You've seen what happens. Yeah. I, and, and one of the saddest parts is that people sometimes are not aware uh, of ocean safety. I know, um, I believe you worked on the water safety video that um, is shown at the airport, I believe, now. Uh, that was right after I retired, but uh, helped get the balls rolling for many years. Very important. So that, that would happen, yeah. Uh, because it's sad, but a lot of people don't know it. People come on vacation and are not aware of the dangers of the ocean. Yeah. And they can get in the water, and um, a beautiful vacation can have disastrous results if they're not aware of their water. You know, when people come here, they see the beauty, but they don't see the beast that's mm-hmm. hidden in that beauty. And, um, you know, that's where the lifeguards come in. Their job is to um, help people that come here and visit or aren't as water savvy, but point out the dangers and help them recognize what that is so that they know where to and how to enjoy our oceans. Well, you brought up an interesting point because the um, Olakai Ho'olalea is coming up again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the 10th year. It's coming up April 28th and 29th. It's a huge event. You get like 300 people yeah. um, that are involved in that, and we already have, what, 167 in the SUP yep. um, entered. Um, but like last year, there was there was weather, and yeah. you had to make the hard call. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. They'd practiced and planned to go from uh, Maliko Gulch on down mm-hmm. to Kanaha. Yeah. And you said no. Yeah, you, you know, that was a that was a tough call because for the last up until that point the last 8 years we had um great success with uh, the great Maliko run from Maliko to Kanaha Beach Park and uh that morning last year the weather was so bad that you couldn't see land. And so I wow. had made Out a... Out from the water, you couldn't even see the coastline. No, and so I had made a safety call and said that, hey, you know what, we're we're, uh, we're going to have to um, either st- stop the race until we can come up with uh, something that um, the uh, Olakai, us, the organizers, that we feel comfortable with doing. And we did. We, uh, we did a short course right at Kanaha Beach Park, and it was very challenging, and I think um, the outcome was was uh, really good and it speaks for itself people are coming back mm-hmm. and um you know it's uh year in and year out no matter what the condition is we've been blessed with a great Ho'olalea event um and uh, we look forward to to this year and you know we've been getting a lot of bad weather lately well tell me about it it's so weird and i i have to say speaking about that i do feel really bad for the people who come here and visit and uh, think they're thinking they're coming and they're just going to lay out on the beach and they don't even bring anything except kind of bathing suit and a couple of shorts and yeah. and then they get weather, you know. Yeah. Um, but you've been around the ocean long enough and we go through cycles, you know. Yeah, and you know it's just it's especially for us that live on an island, people here in Hawaii and and other places in the Pacific, we have a great uh, understanding of weather. Yes. Because our our life here evolves around weather, the things that we do. So we're, we're, we pay a little closer attention to it, and our lives evolve around it, which is, um, you know, from being in the ocean, going hiking, mm-hmm. whatever activity you do, a big part of what we do in Hawaii, it evolves weather. It yeah, evolves weather. It's very, very true. 
Yeah. And and we have to give a shout out to all the people who helped all the people in Kauai. Yeah. Um, that Kauai event was like, oh my gosh. Well, I you mean, know, I, I got to share something with you is um, our own brothers, lifeguards and firefighters. I know three lifeguards lost their home, and that never stopped them from coming to work and helping with the uh, the uh, the rescues and the evacuation. And I know uh, two firefighters lost their home. Wow. They got swept out to sea, and wow. uh, you know the 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 they're they still come to work every day, and they're doing their part to make sure that they can help others. And so, I think Olakai is putting some plan together um, that we can reach out and help um, the people on Kauai, you know, and um, the ones that need the help and lost their homes or their homes got severely damaged. And uh, our heart, our hearts go out to those oh, people. Yeah, all of those I people saw in the coastline. I saw what happened to that beautiful beach down there. Yeah. Um. And 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 it it looked like it was just devastated. There were cars that got washed out, homes, yeah. and the yeah. beach gone. And I think that pier was damaged that goes out there. And I mean, Kauai gets unfortunately some heavy weather sometimes. Yeah. You know, we've gotten a lot of rain, but I it think was that like was a thirty game changer, inches. Though. Thirty inches. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. That was a game changer because you look at Hanalei Bay and the river mouth. It's totally changed now. Yeah, it's not where it normally used to go out. It's all the way on the opposite side of the pier. Is it? And yeah. uh, so you know, with that being said, I think we have to come to the realization, and I learned this voyaging on Hokulea that. Things are changing. Yeah. The weather is changing. Yeah. Uh, global warming's happening. The sea levels are rising. There's all these things that are happening that, um, you know, our lifetime, we've been taking, um, we take for granted. And uh, we have to realize change is coming. Well, Earth Day is this Sunday. I know mm-hmm. that um, our friends at Mandala and uh, mm-hmm. Bruce and friends are going to do the celebration the following week on the 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I I I pray. This is true. I pray mm-hmm. every day for the earth. We started seeing the balance throwing thrown off a while back, and I yeah. I, I have a friend who's was Native Hawaiian and mm-hmm. Native American, mm-hmm. and we did a prayer for the balance of, of right things on. because the balance Amen. has been thrown off. Yeah. And and we, I mean, I really when I see daily what's been done to the environment mm-hmm. and how it's now affecting the oceans, especially, I look at the what's been done to the oceans, and it's so sad. Well, oh, that's now ruining not just the oceans, but um, the marine life as well. And then, you, of course, what people eat, you know, from the marine. Well, we got to ask ourselves, we have a chance to create change. But there's going to be a point when... The balance is tipped. The yep. balance is tipped. Yeah. And we all we can do is sit and wait and watch. Yeah. And wonder why I, you, and everyone that's listening, why didn't we... Make a difference. Did you start saying the king's tides? It started a couple of years ago, the king's tides and what was well, saying? Well, you know, growing up in Hawaii my whole life, life grading my whole life, I've never heard of a king tide. Yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. Uh-huh. And now it's 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 a common thing here in, in Hawaii. And um, Swain's Island, for example, in Samoa, um, you know, they evacuated 500 people who lived generations on an atoll island and they all got taken off because of the sea level rising Mm -hmm. that um so you know the effects are real what's happening is realistic and we one by one need to decide 
what do I want to do to help create change or to help save this planet? That's you know, I'm gonna I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but talking about Hokulea, the worldwide voyage, that was for the five years that we spent going around the world and meeting different indigenous people. I think as indigenous people, we see these things because it's part of your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's part of your culture. And um, seeing change happening and everybody talking about changes happening. But what are we doing? What are we doing to, to um, like you said, help maintain balance? Those are big drastic steps that each and every single one of us need to take because we take so many things for granted. Having a car, fuel... Um, you know, fossil fuels, all these kinds of things, we got to change. And it's happening, but you wonder if it's happening fast enough. And I kind of can't help but think about what we're leaving for the next generation and the mm -hmm. generation after that. Um, I think the next generation is going to see a lot of fallout, and the generation after that, I don't even want to even imagine what might happen. A lot of good's been done. There's people doing great things cleaning up the ocean, mm -hmm. but it's a daunting task what they have to do to clear up some of the awful things that are now in the ocean. I, I mean, there's particles of plastic in every single ocean yeah. in the world right now. So, I mean, how do you, you know, go about doing that? It'd been a lot easier if it hadn't gotten to that point. But now, yeah. it has to be. The results are. It's time to clean it up and save it, right? You know, and that's the thing is we have to um, tap into the industrial world and tell them that we need to start doing a better job in yeah. what they're doing yep. not only to provide people but to protect this earth Yeah, I think it's super super important I also think that what um, you know one thing we've come to the realization is the only thing that we have on our side right now is time yeah and uh, time's running out <laughs> time's, <laughs> so, and I, time's running out and to your yeah. point about praying <laughs> you know praying for balance I look at my kids eyes every morning or at night when I put them to bed and I I ask myself will they have the opportunity to enjoy this place like I have I know I look at um, I used to walk every day up in Eyal and now I'm going well I can't really it's not the same you've seen it that was what they called a hundred mm -hmm. year mm -hmm. uh, I mean how you saw that here I could change it Thank God you're doing a lot to, to help, and, I, and you are an inspiration. We're going to talk a little about the um, the trip you took around the world. I went down when the Hokulea was in Malaya, mm -hmm. and I heard the talk. And number one, we all hear about the Hokulea, and yeah. I had pictured it to be at least three times as big as it was when I got on <laughs> it because I'm thinking of this thing that went around the world, yeah. and it's it was small. Yeah. It was not that big. Yeah. But um, the wonderful one of the captains was on board. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I have to say that um, that captain did a beautiful job of explaining how in tune awesome. you have to be yeah. to the air, to the waves, yeah. to the water. Because I asked, what happens when you can't mm -hmm. see? What happens when you get fogged out? How do you know if you can't see the stars? Because mm -hmm. you were navigating by the stars. Well, what happens mm -hmm. when you can't see the stars? And he explained how you learn which way the wind's coming yeah. to follow the patterns that it mm -hmm. was, how you watch the waves and you know the patterns of the waves. I mean, basically, when you're on that hokulea, mm -hmm. you have to be 100% in tune to the environment. Yeah, it's a process. And I think, um, 
you know, part of it is learning how to read and recognize cloud cloud formations, um, knowing uh, your predominant swell versus your storm swell. Um, you know, all those kinds of things you take into consideration um, um, on your journey. I'm not a navigator, but um, I was fortunate enough to be um, a captain and have spent my life studying the ocean and studying cloud formations. And um, so, you know, everybody contributes. Everybody has a gift on that canoe, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're there. How many were on board at any given time? So the long legs, there's um, uh, 12, 12 people. Shorter legs, we'll go 16 people. And if it's just we're island hopping, we'll put on maybe uh, 20 people. Now, folks, now you're, you're thinking again, like me probably, oh, oh, you have enough space. Well, if you were to see, and maybe some of you actually went on board and saw how much space you had, the people were in tiny cubicles i mean literally i don't even know if you could even fit there laying down it it was it was maybe two feet wide and and six feet long was that about it uh, the space that they had for to yeah lay your, in? your living quarters was exactly that two feet by six feet the canoe is 62 feet uh by 22 feet wide and having 12 people on board you, you realize your space is very small yeah but what you really begin to understand is yourself and how you need to interact with others. I bet. Is you need to be someone that is conscious about others, which allows the canoe to function. It's when you start thinking about yourself or doing things for yourself, um, it has a profound effect with 12 other people, 11 other people on board that canoe because you're in a small, confined space. And you, when you work um, for each other or work towards um, a great team, then um, life is good on the canoe. Well, I know I've talked with Clifford Naola, and he's, he's compared, I think it was last year, um, they talked about how Hawaii... And the island should be considered a canoe. Yeah, um, exactly. That in the same way we have to, uh, in that same state of mind, mm-hmm. uh, be aware and work together. And when you think of it also, with Earth Day coming up, the Earth is our canoe. Yeah. And uh, and it's the same thing here. We're seeing how a lot of the people in the world do not work together mm-hmm. and what can happen to the canoe. Yeah. And we see the results um, quicker now than we used to yeah. um, because it's a smaller world mm-hmm. today than it used to be. Yeah. But when you're out there in that, I mean, what a perfect way to understand it. And you get to understand when challenges come up. You went through some big challenges on that time. What was the scariest part that you did when you were on the Hokulea? One of our our most dangerous leg in the worldwide voyage was going around the Horn, around uh, South Africa. And um, uh, we got caught in a pretty bad storm. um, And... um, you know, it's really funny. You know how big Africa is? Compared yeah, it's com- huge. Compared to Maui? Mm-hmm. So I, I compare it like this. The thunder in Africa is like the size of Africa. Thunder in Hawaii is like the size of Hawaii. So the thunder mm-hmm. here is very soft. Mm-hmm. The thunder in Africa is very loud. But um, we got caught in a very bad storm. Um 
and it, it, we saw the crew really gel. And instead of it being a failure, it really um, gelled um, or solidified this crew and its journey and why they were chosen for that particular mm. leg. And it was really, really nice to see everybody um, uh, really come together and um, work through all the adversaries and, and uh, do what we needed to do to get to land safely. That was that was a feat in itself. And I remember when we got into um, Cape Town, we got in on a Friday. There was a big 100-foot fi fishing vessel that came in on a Saturday. Sunday they, Sunday they were setting up all these tents, and we thought it was for Hokulea because, um, uh, you know, there was going to be a big arrival ceremony. And what had happened when we had asked, oh, are you guys setting up the tents for, um, for Hokulea? And they said, no, we're setting it up for Fruno. Twelve people got washed off the deck off of that wow. boat that's right next to you and never found. Wow. So we were late, really lucky. Oh, well, I think there's more than luck involved. Yeah. But, yeah, it is that expertise mm -hmm. and the pulling together, as you say, in that canoe. Yeah. At the, and it, it wasn't a canoe, but I'm thinking of it as a canoe. Yeah. But, but, but working together like that, and there were a lot of blessings in people that were thinking of you that yeah. were part of it. And when you think of how many people you touched around the world, mm -hmm. I mean, I, did they ever count how many ports you hit on, on the, uh, the yeah, whole Yeah, I think layer? we did like a f uh, 43 ports. Wow. Um. It was an amazing feat. Yeah, it and was. and how people knew about you, right? And yeah. and had heard about you and were touched by what you yeah. were doing. Yeah, and they it, must have been amazed when they saw how small it was too. You know, um, people are just blown away when they say you, you're going around the world on that on that canoe on that thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they come and and talk to the crew and they really take a chance to come on board and look. Uh huh. At the um, the details of the rigging, people are blown away. They are amazed. And, Unbelievable. Um, it really is. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you did that where people could and it was yeah. available to do. Yeah. Someone asked, where's the restrooms? Yeah. On board the ship. <laughs> well, did like, they show you where the restrooms are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over the side. Yeah, it's over and the I'm side. trying to imagine people. They literally had to hang over the side of this, this, yeah. this ship. Yeah. Well, do you call it a ship or a canoe? No, what do you it's call a canoe. It? You do it's call a it voyaging canoe. canoe. Voyaging canoe. Yeah. They had to hang there. Yeah. You had to hang from the side. And yeah. if it's bad weather, good luck. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, um, it, and you had to have all your supplies yeah. on that as well. Well, you know, a, a lot of our food is planned. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, three meals a day is, is planned out for the, for the duration of, of the journey. Uh, for each leg, for mm -hmm. each leg. And, um, you know, logistically, the people, the support that we get, not just the crew that's sailing the canoe, but the support that we get from the um, people that help make sure that the crew is properly fed and and uh, and stay, you know, keep them safe, you know, is a really, really big feat. Not only mm. they got to prepare all this boxes for 43 days breakfast mm -hmm. lunch and dinner but they got to make sure it gets to where it needs to be so that when the canoe arrives at that ah. destination we can load up for the next leg so there uh -huh. is a lot of logistics that was involved and um you know hawaiian airlines was a big part of making that happen for us uh making sure that um 
we got what we needed, whether it was uh, pulling into port and we needed more supplies or we needed, uh, you know, safety equipment. Um, it was uh, it was ready, and 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 uh, when we got to the next port, so that the next crew could take on their voyage safely. Mm-hmm. And you had to fly them and have them ready to go there. Yeah. And one time I heard from um, the one of the navigators that I talked to. He, he was on the ship. Mm-hmm. He said one time someone got had a. Um, I guess they got sick. Something they got cut. And they actually had to get them off the ship to get emergency help. Yeah, I was on that leg. That was oh, from were. Tahiti. Yeah, yeah, we were on our way to Samoa. We got caught in a gnarly storm for like uh, 47 hours. Mm. And the uh, guys were suffering from hydration. And it was really funny. But what happened was uh, one of the female crew members uh, had gotten dengue. And for women, after five days, it can go downhill real quick. Mm. And so the plan was to um, um, pull into an atoll and have her uh, taken off the canoe with the doctor and then um, uh, uh, flown out. And so when that ha- when we had pulled into port, we had declared a medical emergency. And, and we didn't pull into port. We just pulled along uh, the shoreline and, and the government of- came out and met us and, and took her off in the process uh, one of the other crew members got hurt trying to hold off the boat from hitting the canoe. Oh my! Smashed his hand, and he got knocked unconscious. He, oh my When gosh. he saw his hand, the blood, he knocked out, and everybody was like, "Archie, Archie!" At this point, the doctor was on the boat with the uh, female crew member, and uh, she said, "You know, you're, you're now the medical uh, <laughs> guy on the canoes." and and then we lost another guy. So we were down three people Wow! Uh, all the way to Samoa. So, so the crew was like t- uh, eight, nine people? Yeah, so it was a, it was a, it was a skeleton crew. But wow. everybody did great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's those kinds of experiences um, that happen that really, really brings the crew together. And um, everybody does what they need to do to keep each other safe. I, I assume you'd call it a life-changing experience. You know, it's hard to explain. I, I wouldn't, I don't know how to explain it, but the process of being out on the water so long and seeing all the things that you see, it does change your life. It does change your life, but one of the things I think is you don't know, um, you really don't know, like, uh, how to explain it. The experiences and the changes that you go through, you mm-hmm. really don't know how to explain it. But you come to realize that I have to do something. I have to do something to help create change. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that's the hard part is figuring out how do I create change, mm-hmm. you know, once you, you go on a trip like this. And and that's a, pers- a very personal thing, although I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone that was part of the crew can can totally relate. Oh yeah, because they probably had some very similar experiences mm-hmm. that they felt they had to do something. What were some of that you heard of? What were some of the most touching arrival greetings that you experienced on the Hokulea? Every single one of Everyone? them. Everyone, wow! Especially like in in uh, in in Polynesia, you know, because Polynesia is part of our home, mm-hmm. and. Uh, for us, it's like a coming home party that we've never, um, you know, Hokulea has gone back every time to Tahiti, but every time, every time we go back, it's like, um, 
you know, um, the people of Poly of Tahiti and uh, French Polynesia, it's like coming home for thousands of years. Mm. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's well, it's part of the chain of yeah. of, of what that mm-hmm. beginning was and making. Was it like a circle of completion that you felt that you were tied to yeah. the initial voyages? Yeah. Everywhere we've gone, I mean, even Africa, the, the, the performances and the ceremonies that we were we, we um, attended was really, really amazing. And you realize how small the earth is and how connected everyone is. Mm. It, it, it's really, really, um, it's a small place. And Did everyone know about Maui? Did you talk to them about Maui? Were people, I mean, people were aware of Hawaii most of the places you went? Yeah, you know, technology today, I mean, social media mm-hmm. is is everywhere. So, you know, um, I never really talked about Maui in particular, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, talked a lot about Hawaii, our people, our place, mm. and uh, the culture of Hawaii. So that was that was really a nice experience. And, and uh, you know, it's, I think... Um, you know, Hawaii Five-O. Oh yeah, they know Hawaii Five. <laughs> they know they know Aloha, right? <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, one of the biggest things was all of the ports that we did visit was the interaction we had with indigenous people, mm-hmm. and um, um, the relationships that was gained um, through that has just been really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, it's. Uh, we all share one common goal, mm-hmm. common goal, and that is um, we need to protect our earth. I mean, I, we can't say that enough. And the, the mm-hmm. hardest part is I think people want to really make sure we do that, but there's a lot of people yeah. who do not understand or know how. And, and it's kind of sad because, you know, even when we try to recycle here in Maui, there's a lot of China people in China saying, no more, we're not going to take any more of this or that, and that they said enough already, and so even if we want to recycle, or some of there's no place to even send it now. Some of that stuff. So we've got a lot to take care of right here in our canoe of these islands, yeah. with stuff that we don't necessarily have solutions for. Which then mean, do we build stuff here to take care of that? And I mean, it's 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 huge. And um, unfortunately, there's money involved. A lot of people who care, but then there's a lot of other factors that have to be dealt with as well. Well, you know, I think everybody can take action. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need to use plastics. Mm-hmm. We don't need to use plastic forks. We can use, you can carry a metal fork. I know I know people that are actually doing that today, carrying a metal straw mm-hmm. and a metal spoon and a, a knife whenever they go to a restaurant. Really? So that they don't use uh, plastics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's change. Mm-hmm. So it is, yeah. It's every little thing that you do to create change, whether it be picking up a piece of rubbish and throwing it in, the, um, you know, plastics and throwing it in a, in a, in um, you know, a, a recycle bin. A recycle bin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's change. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that is change. Doing yeah. your little part from, you know, what I'm going to just throw my rubbish out the window. Yeah. You. By you not doing that and throwing yeah. it where it needs to go yeah. so that it can get processed the way yeah. it needs to, you creating change. And everyone that goes to the beaches, you know, cigarette butts. My gosh, you've seen these people clean yeah. up the ocean. You've seen how many cigarette butts still at this yeah. day and age? with yeah. How many cigarette butts? How much junk? Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things is our ocean. 
Yeah. 70% of the earth is made up of water. Mm-hmm. Our oceans create oxygen. And if we lose that, then it's just time. Yeah. It's like we're sitting there and watching ourselves run out of air. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, from um, across Asia, all the big industrials that are um, – and I'm not just talking U.S., I'm talking global. Oh, yeah. That need to come together, sit down, and face the reality of, well, i got to think about more than just my company making money, but what am I doing to help protect our place, mm-hmm. wherever that is? Yeah, absolutely true. I, I, I saw um, a video just recently about some mm. of these companies that just still dump their dirty waters into the ocean thinking it's their yeah. dumping site, you know, yeah. and how there's whole areas where nothing is growing, nothing, even yeah. the fish can't exist because... Yeah, exactly. I, and, and we don't know that, we don't see it necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's, it still goes it's on. There. It's yeah. there, yeah. And we have our own stuff with our reefs and trying to protect the yep. reefs, which we know, mm-hmm. I mean, most people know how important it is. But, yeah, but yeah there's a lot of caring and, and work that has to be done already to take care of the damage that was done in the past. Yeah. And we're and at I, that point. You and know? you know what? I think we can do it. Yeah. If every one of us take responsibility and we can change. We can change the world. Yeah. I think so, too. Well, you are, you've been a representative of Olakai now for about five years? So I've been with Olakai for, um, for nine years. Nine years? Nine years. But, but I've become an employee. Mm-hmm. I started working with Olakai full-time um, five years ago. Excuse me. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Good one. And 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 oh, I got to show your feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've got Olakai. They did a special slipper mm-hmm. honoring the Hokulea. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you have anything to do with that? Yes, I did. So um, uh, we so we did. We took one of the Ola, uh, Hokulea sails, mm-hmm. and um, we made um, some Olakai product from it. We made two hundred pairs. And they uh, they were gone within an hour. Once, really? Once it went online. Wow. And uh, so 100% of the proceeds went back to Hokulea. So now we have a Hokulea slipper that in the insole of the um, the slipper, you actually see the sail, the two sails of the canoe in, can, the, can, in the footbed. Can we show them? Are you wearing your old? No, I, oh, I'm, not, I'm not wearing those. Oh, you're not wearing those. Yeah. Yes. You, but, have, um, you have a pair. So now we have a Hokulea slipper and um, a percentage of the proceeds goes back to PVS to continue supporting the efforts of PVS, whether it be voyaging for uh, navigation or voyaging for saving our planet. Yay. Yeah. That's wonderful. And the Olakai Holale is going to be coming up um, yes. the weekend after next, April 28th and 29th. That's yes. Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. Kanaha Beach Park. And it's grown. Yeah. It's the 10th year, and you're, you've added some new parts, new divisions. Yes, we've added two new divisions, which is our prone paddling, because we saw um, a lot of people were going back. Instead of stand-up paddling, a lot of people mm-hmm. are going back to prone paddling. Mm. So we want to reach out. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, I think um, people want to remember their roots, how important, uh, you know. Um, Being and feeling and yeah. right on the water rather yeah. than standing above yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a big, um, in the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of guys were asking, hey, man, we create a prone division and 
saw a lot more people doing prone paddling. And um, so this year, our 10th anniversary, we added in prone paddling. And then we added another um, another division, which is I think is going to be very, very interesting. So we went from one spectrum, which is prone paddling, which is historically historically been around for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Um, to where now people are foil foiling. So we've added the foil division, which is the future. <laughs> and um, it's going to be really, really exciting to, to see um, the foil division and who shows up and who comes out. It's really big on Maui right now. He's, well, the, you, you began doing it about what, four years, three, four years ago? Were you one of the first that it started showing up here about four or five years ago, right? Yeah, but we were foiling back 15 years. Oh, I didn't know that. 18 years ago, we okay, were Okay, for foiling. people who are listening around the world and don't know what foiling is, it's not aluminum foil. No, what what is foiling? So foiling is a um, it's a foil. It's a sh- it's a shaft with uh, a, w- a forward wing and a tail wing, and what it does, it rises out of the water, and instead of riding on the water, the foil the foil is in the water, but you're actually above. The water. You're sailing. Yeah, you're flying. On the air, you're flying. Yeah, it's amazing. Like a flying fish, but staying on the water, so above we're, the water. We're really excited about um, those two new divisions. That's going to be on Sunday. That, uh, that'll that be on Sunday. The prone the prone paddling will be on Saturday with the SUPs, mm-hmm. and then the foiling will be with the OC1 and OC2 on Sunday. And the fun paddle starts in Paia. Yes. And goes down to Kanahan. Yes. That's open to what kind of? That's an entry level. You know, mm-hmm. it's you don't people don't have have to necessarily do the whole eight miles. Instead of doing the whole eight miles, they do like a three mile course from um, uh, Paia uh, Beach Park, mm-hmm. um, the youth center, all the way to Kanaha, and it gives them a taste of. Um, the conditions, um, and uh, but you know it's not too much to where it's 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 a little bit too much for somebody because you got to start somewhere. You want to crawl yeah. before yeah. you walk, walk before you run, and run before you fly. So um, you know we're it's uh, every year we've had great turnout for the fun paddle, and then the how hel- many people show up for the fun paddle? The fun paddle, you know, we get a lot of parents and kids, and. Um, to me, that's the the most favorite part because it's very engaging. Where everybody's working out, uh, we do a, a fun stretch with everybody. We do a little safety talk about um, you know keeping each other safe out there, and then we have a helicopter that comes in, and everybody gets all excited. And <laughs> there's kind of a shore break, uh-huh. and you got to time everybody to get out into the lineup, and it's. Uh, it's, is it like herding herding kittens? Herding oh cats? yeah, it is. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's, it's like guppies. It's, it's like guppies. <laughs> it's so it's so much fun. And, and then you know, and, and then, then the the big guys, uh, the SUPs. Yeah. Um, it's a fifteen thousand dollar equal gender yay purse yeah. prize. Yeah. And you got some big names that are who's uh, who are some of the big names this uh, year? You know, we got um, um, start off with the the, the girls, Andrea Muller. Um, def- she's defending SUP and OC1 champion for, uh, you know, as long as our event has been running. Wow, good for her. And, um, you know, and then we have guys like Connor Baxter, Kai Lenny. 
who's a hero. He's become what the first Hawaiian bank poster boy. Yeah, and you see him everywhere. You yeah. go in the banks, yeah. and he's all over. He's on yeah. TV commercials. What a he's great! He's become a star. Yeah, he's. I awesome. remember when he was in here in the studio when he was fourteen and fifteen years old. Just <laughs> so cute and sweet. It was like, whoa! He's become a big time star. He's a big time star. Yeah. I'm so proud of him, Maui. Yeah. Maui, we're very proud. To uh, you know, he emulates what a true waterman is. Yeah. And so we're well, very you, proud of him. You you are a good example for, yeah. to follow for people. Thank you. We have other guys like Dave Kalama, who uh, mm-hmm. who's very excited about the foil, uh, the foil race. So I'm really looking forward to this year <laughs> yeah. and, and seeing what uh, um, you know. We might see some new winners. We yeah. might see some new, um, some up and coming stars because. Uh, you know the the sport of SUP and um, has really taken off. And then now, for those listening in the other parts of the world, SUP is stand up paddle. Yeah, and then now we have our OC one and OC two. Now remember, Hawaii won the Molokai Channel this year, mm. which they haven't done in a long time mm-hmm. because Tahiti has always held held that title. So we're really excited to see uh, what kind of talent shows up this year, and uh, and you know the. The whole Aulia for us, the racing is just one component. But really, the whole Aulia celebration is we put a lot of effort into that. And yeah. this year, because it's our 10th anniversary, we're having a, a full-blown luau style with performers, um, knife dan- uh, uh, fire knife dancing, Tahitian show, Hawaiian hula, um, mm, and that's on Sunday. That's on Sunday at three thirty. That's going to start at three thirty, and then you know, um, um, Laiula Canoe Club, Sharon Balidoy, Sharon and Ricky, they do a great job with um, supporting uh, the event and the needs from preparing the emu, cooking the um, wow. the Kalua pig, all the food that's prepared by the canoe club is uh, is really really awesome now people if you want to go it's open to the public at 3 30 but there's mm-hmm. a ticket price and i don't know what the ticket price it's is ten dollars oh not yeah how could you no one does a luau for ten dollars ten dollars that's the best luau price i've it, ever heard of and you know what's going to be also interesting we have our um imiloa so we're going to have uh, uh a stargazing Wow, cool. It's going to go on a couple times a day there. We have a, um, uh, a dome that actually shows all the stars and constellation and oh, all the lines fun. up from t- from Hawaii to Tahiti. And um, we're going to have a um, wow. pole navigator, uh, Kalepa Babayan, and his daughter, Kala, who's uh, an apprentice uh, navigator. And I, she's she's legit. She's, she can call herself a, a, a true navigator now. Um, but we're going to have both of them, and they're going to um, be doing the, the classes in the um, astronomy dome. So That's we're going to set up cool. an astronomy dome, and they're going to be there. And So I encourage people to come down. Now, uh, there's Kanaha, and there's lots of things. Now, there's mm-hmm. as you go, it's the entrance before last, is you tur- where you turn yes. in? yep. Yeah, and, and uh, that's there's... You might want to get there. There might be a lot of people, but there's a easy way you can park above or below, you know. And, yeah, and, so uh, yeah. there there'll be um, uh, people that will be assisting with parking, the Good. sheriff's department. Um, so, but come early because it's gonna oh, yeah. fi- it's gonna fill up, and you know between Olakai and our Ama Olakai Foundation, it's a great event. What's the Ama Olakai Foundation? Ama Olakai is um, an organization that we started in Olakai about two years ago. Um, to 
find ways that we can contribute and give back to the people of Hawaii. Because as a brand, Olokai, um, you know, people identify Hawaii with the brand. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure as a brand we're doing everything we can to give back to the people of Hawaii. And speaking of that, <laughs> your kind people at Olakai and you, Archie, mm -hmm. have made it possible for us to give some Olakai slippers away. Awesome. There's, a, there's lots of different people, by the way, should always go to olakai.com. Yep. And uh, olakai.com has a lot. I mean, Olakai, since we all knew it and started here, has really grown, 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 grown. Yeah. I mean, of course, now they've got shoes and they've mm -hmm. got men's, they've got women's, they've got... All kinds of great stuff, and mm -hmm. they have lots of different styles of slippers. Yeah. Uh, and they have a style called the Kai. Yep. Anyone knows or listening yep. that doesn't know what Kai, Kai means ocean, K-A-I. Yep. And the Kai slippers are really cool. They're $99 mm -hmm. slippers. Yep. And Sean and the good people at Ola Kai have mm -hmm. been kind with the help of Archie asking. Um, can they ever say no to you, Archie? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> has given us a chance to give some away. So we're going to take a couple of names. We'll be doing a drawing. But if you call right now at 244-9533, 244-9533, we'll take your names and we're going to pick a winner next. We're going to pick five, six, eight winners. Eight winners. Eight winners next um, Wednesday. And so I can hear the phones going off. <laughs> yeah, everyone. You know what? I mean, we all love you here, but I mean, we partly love you because we're the... I love the old Olakai slippers, too. I have to admit it. I love them, too. Archie, can I have an Olakai slipper? Because they last, I mean, I mean, some of Jack says his has last 10 years. They're great quality I mean, slippers. They really are good quality. They're and good they're, for your feet, good they, for your back. Exactly. And um, and they're designer slippers. And everyone, you know, yeah. when you're wearing Olakai, no matter whether you're, where you are in the world now, they know, oh, Olakai, right? Quality, and, comfort, and design. Yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely. So I, I need to thank Sean and you for giving us the chance to um, give some of these Olakai slippers away because it's a highlight. I mean, I actually have people who send me emails from around the world when they hear we're going to do this. And, oh, can I enter? How can I enter? Oh, awesome. uh, yeah, but it's true. Um, because Olakai is really good. I, uh, we'll hold this up in front of the camera because I'm doing Facebook Live. Why don't you hold that up there? This is the Olakai information here. Olakai Ho'olalea mm -hmm. and SUP, uh, one, two, and prone and foil, April 28th, April 29th. Yep. Um, but it's huge, and I'm so glad you came in because as much as we talk about this, Archie, yeah. there's things I learn that I learned today that I didn't even know were going to be happening. Number one, I did not know you were going to do the luau for $10. Mm -hmm. I really, because, you know, people, should we tell people the rest of the world out there what luau's usually cost here in Hawaii? It can be $150, $200, you know, yeah. the, and, and you're doing the full-on luau for $10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, that's because a lot of hard work on the part of your volunteers and people, right? Yeah, absolutely. Making it possible to do that. Our Olokai Ohana is such an awesome Ohana. And yeah. You know, it's um, you can be proud. And, and when you do things pono, mm -hmm. you know, you can be proud of, of um, what you're a part of. That's right. So. And you are, and I can tell that, you know, and it's really great. And you wouldn't be part of it unless you could no, be, right? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. You're very careful what you put your name yeah. to. Yes, yeah. And so, and, 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 you know, for the people who are listening or watching from around the world, um, Archie's a, a hero here. Um, you know, kids look up to him. People know what he's done and he's, how he's trained so many people. 
You saved how many lives do you think you saved in your time of being out there and watching the ocean? You know, I haven't even counted. But, you know, the thing is, by the people we've been able to train, mm-hmm. we can say we've saved millions. Really? Maybe not directly I've yeah, saved them, but, but the people by you've training others, doing it. by them, you know, saving people. And all I can say is for everyone's sake, everyone loves you to come and have a good time and enjoy the oceans. No one wants you Mm -hmm. to get in trouble, but you've got to be aware of the ocean, and you have to listen Mm -hmm. to those around you and the coast, the the lifeguards, you know. Um, They're there for a reason to help you, and, boy, they put their lives on the line. You put your lives on the line many times saving people. You know, trust your instincts, know your limits, and if in doubt, don't go out. Yeah. And I still see people going out um, after we've had a lot of rain, and they go in the muddy waters, and yeah. they go where the, there's wash out there. And mm-hmm. not you won't see the local people doing that. Yeah. Exactly. You, if you, you don't see locals, don't go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where the shark and stuff are. They, they like that wash from yeah. the... So, you know, there's a lot to learn. And, and um, ask, like you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ask those people around you. Everyone wants you to be safe. No yeah. one wants to see anything bad happen. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot of respect that you have to give these oceans, and uh, um, the people that live here yeah. do respect the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and you've you've seen that many, 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 many a times. Time. Yeah, yeah, many a time. Well, what a, an amazing thing! I hope not just locals, but I hope some visitors listening go out to the um, Olakai Hola Lea. Uh, I think some people may even come in for this event. Don't you? Have, do you have people fly in to oh, yeah, participate? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, um, countries from all over the world come and compete in this event i think last year we had like uh, 14 different countries wow so we're really excited wow. and, and um uh, to see what uh, what beholds us on the morning of the 28th yeah and and get out there early um if the for the people just coming for the luau or other events what time should people get out there when you say get out there early if they want to be a part of this whole thing well there's all kinds of festi- festivities that are going to take place mm-hmm. on the 28th and 29th like i really uh recommend that people go to imiloa and uh, astrology um showing that they're going to be showing right there at the park i love that um and you know, get a chance to see the the racers come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a chance. Great photo opportunity. Great, great pictures. Yeah, right? yeah. Meet some of the top pros. Um, watch the start of the race. Uh, it's it's really really amazing. It's an amazing. And event. then hear stories of the racers and the things that they experience on their run of the course. Well, I'm going to end the Facebook Live. Thank you. And uh, we're just about out of time. We've been talking, talking, talking. I could talk forever to you, Archie. I learned so much. I always do. And it's so great being able to learn from someone who's such a, uh, an amazingly humble person. Um, but you, so, so, so respected in the community. And I know how busy you really are. There's a lot of planning and work that goes into this kind of event. So it makes it extra special to have the time to have you come in and really share your expertise with us. And, and um, be aware, you know, the fact yeah. I'm so glad we had time to talk about yeah. caring for the planet and the yeah, oceans and the water yeah. because that's the most important thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Go to olakai.com. Yes. O-L-U-K-A-I.com, and you can find all the information there. I want to thank Kathy Takushi and Captivating Journeys, our sponsor. Call 244-1414 for information about Captivating Journeys, and you can follow Kathy's trip on Facebook. I'll see you next week. <laughs>